This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and Shine On You Crazy Daisy book volume two. I am here with the incredible Manon Swaving from Manon Cecile. Manon, please tell us about your business. Yeah, so um, so my business has been evolving. So I used to do coaching and I taught people how to become professional coaches. But over the years, I've been uh, working more and more with women and then discovered that my business really is, my passion is about bringing more feminine energy into this world. And so also I've discovered that this is really not about gender. So although I gather a lot of women around me, uh, my broader mission is to awaken the feminine within all of us, because I just really feel that we need uh, to balance out this world a bit. I love a broader vision. You know that. You do, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I know that there was a period of time where you sat and asked yourself, what do I feel and what do I want? Mm. When you asked yourself those questions, what changed for you from answering them? Yeah, so this was, it was actually, I was sitting in the playground with my two kids and my four-year-old son was throwing sand in his, in his sister's eyes and I got irritated, right? And by that time I was, uh, I uh, withdraw from work and I was home for about a year and um, I got irritated. And if you wanted, if you'd asked me that question, what do I want? Then I wanted probably to him to stop, mm. but because I asked myself, what do I feel? I went underneath the feeling of irritation. And what came to me was the shockingly truth that I was bored Mm -hmm. and that I just really wanted to get back to work. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't about them fighting or sand throwing. It was just about me Mm -hmm. having to do this all over again. And, you know, the chorus and the playground. And it, it was just, I longed for to get, you know, to get back to work. And so what it did for me was to get underneath the surface of things and back to what it is that I truly, truly wanted. And I think those questions are really important to ask yourself first, how do you feel, especially when you feel, you know, prickly and then ask then, okay, so, and then what do you want really? Yeah. What did you do from that point then? Did you then decide I'm going back to work immediately or was it a slow progression? No, it was like it was like one of the to do, right? And so I went back home and I said to my husband, I said, that's it. I'm, I'm going back to work. I don't know how we're going to do this because we had good reasons for me not to work because we could not get our heads around two jobs and two babies and all of that. But I said, I need your support with this and I'm I'm going. Like, this is not, I'm not the best version of myself in the full-time mommy job. Mm. And uh, that's not fair for them and not for him, but also not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So from there, you then end up making this big move to Singapore uh, from the Netherlands. What yes. lessons did this teach you? And what did you find that you did and didn't want? 
Yeah, so it was interesting. So it took me about, it, you know, it, it took me a while to get back into, uh, out of the full-time mommy, mommy, mommy job, back into work, right? So it was three years later when I had everything sorted and I had everything I wanted, a, a business, and it was going really smooth that my husband said, no, well, now we're going to go to Singapore. And that just been oh yeah, let's just go back to the full-time mommy job and do it all over again, right? So I think the biggest lesson here was that I was so afraid to fall back mm. and I was so resistant of letting go what I had cultivated and created um, that as soon as I landed in Singapore, I didn't give myself enough time to really settle into the new environment. And so I was so focused on setting up that business again and doing what I did in Europe, doing it here in Singapore, that I really forgot to go inside and calibrate and to really see, you know, what's, what, what is this move of spirit to put me in here, right? And what is there for me to learn? And so because I was moving away from something I didn't want, being full-time at home, I think I clung on to the first thing that came and it was actually not what I was meant to be doing here. And so businesses I wanted to set up failed. I lost lots of money doing that. It, you know, I had success to some extent, but it was like, it was like muddling through. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Thunder. There's like thunder here going, <laughs> yay. Yeah, that was not good. So I think, I think the biggest lesson for me here was that if I were to do it again, I would probably relax into that a little bit and to find what it is that I really wanted and come from a place of inspiration rather than from a place of, you know, fear of not wanting something. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, massively, because the minute we, we come from a place of fear, you're going to end up with something that that doesn't sit with, I love that you use the word calibration. It yeah. can't sit with you if you're not calibrated in a way that you're feeling like you're inspired to take that inspired action forward. So it's, yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah, it was very true. And it, it felt like, a, I felt like an uphill battle. It was really, um, yeah, it was muddling through. It was hard work. Mm. And I don't think, you know, running a business when it comes from a true point of inspiration, bringing your gifts into the world. I don't think that's supposed, like it's, you could, you know, you need to, to work it, but it doesn't need to be hard work in the sense that it's draining. And it was to some extent, yeah. Wow. Well, I, the other thing that I love that you talk about, and I talk about this all the time, is giving yourself the gift of investment into your business. And yeah. I say this to people a lot, that we need to invest in ourselves and in our businesses so that we can move forward. You gave yourself that gift of investment so that you could shift everything for you and your business um, and, yeah. and it allowed you to question who your circles were for. But what led you to make that conscious decision? Yeah, so that's uh, you're going to get a very personal answer here. So. Um, so my dad passed in October and um, it was yeah just last year, October, which is almost a year ago. Mm. And. Um, you know, apart from when a loved one passes, you you got you get that you know very very conscious reaction of you know life short. Yeah. Um, but it was also my mom passed away previously, like long ago. So it was, and I'm an only child. So it was like I had a re 
like a deepened sense of it it's up to me like this is it like I'm, a, I'm my own parent this is so I had a deepened sense of responsibility for my life and so um and I guess when I reflected in those weeks later I thought you know life's just too short to do what I love and to treat that as a side hustle right if I really want to bring into my gifts into the world I really need to game up I really need to shape up and and really make it happen and another interesting thing that really shifted for me was that with the passing of my dad uh, there was a heritage and um, I have been married bear with me here <laughs> I'm married in uh, community goods I think that's how you call it right that your money is my money and everybody's yeah like in I don't know how you say that in English but so um, so that's the deal but in the, in the testament of mom and dad, what I discovered was that the heritage that came to me was outside of the community goods. So back in 1974, they actually explicitly put that in. I think now it's in every testament, but then back then they actually explicitly asked for it. And so I was really moved by that because it was a significant amount of money and it was mine. Mm. It was really, really mine. And I, I, didn't, I didn't really sit with it first. I, I kind of, you know, I, I kind of got it. And then uh, my husband was about, you know, how can we invest it and uh, all of that. And I had vivid dreams of my dad coming in and standing before me and going, Manon, this is your money. Like wow. with that finger, right? And so I woke up and thinking, it is so what do what do I do with this right I better spend it really well and um and yeah so it was you know I woke up I remember waking up one morning and thinking I'm gonna invest it mm. I'm gonna really invest it in me and in my business and then really grow something big out of it and so yeah so yeah I think that was th those two like life's too short to treat your beautiful gifts is a side hustle, period, right? And we're like, I know that you've touched so many talented women. And so any women who's listening out there, you know, you've got gifts and it's not a side hustle. It is not, you're needed to bring it big into the world. And, um, and for me, that money was just like, let's go, let's yeah. go. Yeah. And you have. I have. Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> What's one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? I think that's it. I think it's investing because, you know, if I look back, I, there were so many times that I tried to figure out stuff on my own. I don't, like, I'm such a tech folk, right? I have, I have zero, I have zero ambition to really understand it either. And so websites and uh, you know, backend programs, it get all get me really, really nervous, mm. but I really do need them, right? And we had these talks about, you know, number of things that I just went, huh? how do you do that? I just don't know, right? So to invest uh, in somebody who could tell you or show you or do it for you, like that just made the huge, huge difference for me. Yeah, absolutely. And removes that block of, I can't do this. Yeah, because you know, or acknowledge it. I cannot do this. Yeah. Let's find someone who can, right? And then, I love and then it. get moving, get yeah. moving. Yeah. Oh. And I, you know, and it was, it, it's, it's, um, and for me, I invested 
you know, if I would if I would name the number, people would go, that's nothing. But for me, it was a lot of money. Mm. And uh, but I, I I got it back like triple yeah. this year. Yeah. It was it's fine. It was that's fine. Definitely worth hearing as well for people. Is it is that thing of when you invest in the right things and you know that, and the business that you're doing is what you want, then that investment does come back to you because it's time that you're not spending as well in a lot of ways so oh my goodness the time I spend on making lists of the women that came to my circle and who paid and who did not and who did I write and uh, you know a confirmation letter and then I made a ton of mistakes as well and I didn't you know terrible <laughs> so none of that that's all history like that's all automated and well done. yes uh, what's your favorite business book yeah so I uh, I guess it's not a typical business book, but it's Wild Feminine. And mm-hmm. so Wild Feminine is Tommy Lynn Kent. And um, she talks about uh, the importance of the feminine, right? And it's before the masculine. So we need to go in first to really go in and, and connect with our inspiration to calibrate. And then when we find what, what it is that we really what we really stand for and what we really yearn for not wanting grabbing but really yearn for then we can move forward and I think I think you know it's also what I teach and it's what I you know and because and practice because I need it but I think um looking back in my journey um I if I would have done that straight from the beginning I probably would have gone even further already but you know it's all perfect but it's an atypical business book that I highly recommend, Amazing. highly recommend for both men and women. Manon, this has been such a pleasure. And thank you so much for your openness and talking about all the things that you have. And thank you for being a part of the book. It's exciting yeah. that it's out to people. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for doing this. I'm so excited. Let's have uh, lots of people be inspired. Shine on. Yay. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.